हेलो एवरी वन सो एज वी हैड टू डिस्कस द टॉपिक ऑफ सस्पेंडेड बोर्ड एंड डायरेक्टर्स एंड देयर पोजिशन अंडर द आई बी सी वन द सी आई आर पी प्रोसेस इज गोइंग ऑन सो बिफोर डिस्कसिंग दैट हाउ इट हैज़ टू बी एडमिनिस्टर्ड आफ्टर द प्रोसेस हैज़ बीन स्टार्टड एंड वट इज़ द पोजिशन सस्पेंडेड बोर्ड हैव we go to uh, certain aspects of the responsibilities of the board under section 17 of ibc it has been mentioned that uh, the powers of the board of directors are suspended immediately after the commencement of cirp and uh, <clears throat> that is from the date when the application of cirp uh, is admitted uh, by the ncld you may refer section 5 clause 12 when uh, this uh, whole process get starts so they are uh, then vested uh, with the interim resolution professional now in this case suppose you are the director uh, of a company under section 46 of the ibc uh, as a director uh, uh, you may be held liable for the action uh, that you have taken up to 1 year preceding the commencement of the cirp and 2 years in case of related party transactions so this is a twilight period uh, during which uh, this uh, some compliances has to be taken care of <coughs> further as per section 66 of ibc uh, the directors have to exercise due diligence uh, in minimizing the potential losses uh, to the prospective creditors uh, during this period so in this way suppose uh, if the directors knows that the commencement of uh, cirp uh, cannot be avoided and uh, he uh, and you have uh, as a director had not exercised uh, the due diligence in minimizing the potential loss uh, to the customers then uh, the director can be held liable under section 66 of the ibc uh, To, and he may be asked to make such contribution uh, to the loss of the corporate debtor as uh, the adjudicatory officer uh, that is basically nclt may decide and that decision can be taken under section 408 of the companies act as well <coughs> as the deem fit so this much power is given to the nclt so basically uh, now what is the period during which uh, this has to be taken or uh, taken care of is given under section 46 uh, this is applicable to the resolution as well as the uh, during the liquidation suppose uh, that a liquidator or a resolution professional uh, after examination of the transactions of the company has uh, made an opinion uh, that uh, the company uh, has at relevant time given preference uh, in any transactions like uh, undervalued transactions uh, as mentioned under section 43 uh, to any person as mentioned under section 43 then he will be uh, he will apply to that judicatory uh, authority for avoidance of such transactions now uh, nclt may uh, pass uh, the order as per section 44 like uh, like that uh, they can be declared such as such transactions void or even uh, reverse the effects of uh, any such transactions so it is uh, deemed uh, that the corporate debtor uh, has given the preference uh, if the property or an interest of the corporate debtor has been transferred for the benefit of the a creditor or surety or even a guarantor or on account of uh, Uh, some antecedent uh, financial debt uh, or operational debt 
or uh, certain liabilities owned uh, by the corporate debtor and uh, by this he is putting such creditor or surety or guarantor uh, in a position which is more beneficial uh, to him uh, and then he would uh, he would have been um, uh, covered under the case of distribution of assets in accordance with the provisions of section 53 of IBC so as per section uh, 43 it has to be um, complied with so now we can say that under section 43 of IBC <clears throat> if a company has uh, some legal, uh, legally enforceable financial operational or other obligations of the creditor or surety or uh, the company transfer any property uh, or any interest for the benefit of uh, the creditor or the surety or the guarantor by which such a surety creditor or the guarantor comes into the position which is more beneficial to him as compared to the position uh, position he would have been if such distribution of the assets has taken uh, place under the uh, the waterfall mechanism that is mentioned in section 53 so in such case uh, it shall uh, it will be said that uh, the company has given uh, the preference to such creditor surety or uh, guarantor and uh, this could be held uh, void by the nclt <coughs> so that is why section 43 uh, such kind of references um, is considered to be given at a relevant time if it is uh, if it was given to the related party uh, during uh, during the period of 2 years before the commencement of this whole process of cirp or to the person other than the related party it the period will be 1 year but the, the, so the, that is the application of section 43 that uh, that they, uh, this uh, could be identified that if such kind of transaction has happened and uh, the directors or the uh, the the board of directors uh, can be held liable uh, there is one exception to this uh, uh, that is uh, it was just given only for the reason of uh, being an employee uh, then in that case uh, it will not be applicable so uh, section 43 and 46 you have to refer uh, so uh, for uh, for this uh, this compliance of the board of and the responsibility of the directors uh, so we can say that uh, a period of two years in the case of a related party and period of one year in the case of preferences if they are given to the creditor guarantor or surety uh, it has to be looked upon so uh, if we uh, if we summarize uh, these sections and uh, its uh, applicability and uh, analysis we may find that uh, when the company is going on in the normal course of business its responsibility uh, or its duty is about the company and it's, uh, to manage this company as a going concern uh, for the benefit of the shareholders but during this period wherein you suspect that uh, CIRP may have been started and later on it has been started also that is one year while a period and two year while a period for the related party so that period uh, is uh, the period wherein the duty of the director is to protect the creditors interest before shareholders interest <coughs> so that is we can say uh, that uh, during this period which is mentioned uh, under section 40 uh, uh, section 43 and 46 and also read with section 66 you, uh, you basically uh, there is a shift uh, from the duty from the shareholders to the creditors and if you fail to do that then you will be held liable under section 66 so this is how it has to be interpreted
so uh, if uh, this transaction has happened that is the, the as we mentioned undervalued transaction or preferential transaction if has if has happened uh, in one year uh, for the creditors or two years for the related parties uh, preceding the uh, commencement of the cirp it they can be held a void and their effect can be reversed by the nclt and uh, the directors uh, of the company may be held liable uh, and also uh, the you may be asked to contribute to the assets of the corporate debtor as may be uh, decided by the nclt now uh, this uh, section has been strictly applicable so we can say <coughs> that the director uh, will be held liable to make such contribution um, under if you know uh, you had a knowledge or you knew or, or you have or ought to have known that the corporate insolvency resolution process is unavoidable and you did not exercise the due diligence in minimizing the potential loss to the creditors so section 66 if we refer um, it's uh, it gives uh, the interpretation in this way that means uh, you cannot take a defense of lack of awareness so uh, so you will be judged uh, on the standards uh, that uh, that uh, as a reasonable competent uh, competent director you have taken your skills and all uh, actually in uh, possession and how you had uh, managed the company uh, for the protection of the creditor so case to case basis uh, the nclt will be deciding and how it has been interpreted by the uh, by the creditors later on and this uh, insolvency resolution process, uh, professional so you can be held liable for any concealment any fraudulent removal of whole or part of the property any uh, willful concealment uh, destruction of the pro uh, the value of the property uh, falsification of the books of uh, accounts or records uh, if you done any uh, misrepresentation in the papers of the company Uh, you make false entry uh, you produce false paper or any kind of act which is prejudicial uh, to the creditors interest so directors could be held liable and in such case uh, imprisonment uh, will not be less than 3 years but uh, it may further extend to 5 years and also fine can be imposed Uh, on the directors which may be at least 1 lakh rupees and further can extend up to 1 crore rupees uh, so that that is mentioned under section 68 of uh, ibc so if if such a situation comes or such a situation happens because so basically uh, it puts a, a liability on the directors uh, to go for the due diligence so if the director has done the due diligence he monitored the financial position of the company by preparing the financial statements projections and its accounts he can prove that he had not committed any contravention of uh, the provisions and he has not so basically he has to exercise the due diligence and have to make the records so if uh, if suppose he, if the company is already know that uh, he is uh, the company is not in a position to pay the debt so sh uh, the company should start uh, going for the due diligence for the uh, for the protection of the creditors and should not uh, make any transaction in the property uh, of the company which may uh, be taken later on as a prejudicial uh, transaction so that is how this company can <coughs> protect uh, the directors 
so uh, so uh, there should be like some board meetings uh, or informal uh, kind of meetings or, or discussions uh, which wherein the directors uh, should main, maintain certain uh, records so it could be used uh, to to prove the case and they can protect their uh, liability so that is uh, basically uh, the responsibility of the directors uh, during that period <coughs> so uh, if we quote uh, the the position of the creditors and the equity holders uh, the comparative kind of uh, the review has been given under the banking law uh, review committee uh, so i quote uh, that how they have mentioned uh, the the relationship uh, they says that uh, the limited uh, liability company is a contract between the equity and debt so as long as the debt obligations are met equity owners have the complete control and the creditors have no say in how the business is run when the default take place the control is supposed to transfer to the creditors and equity owners have no say so the code provisions uh, for the suspending uh, the powers of the board of directors of the corporate debtor and appointment of the resolution professional is to manage the affairs of the companies of uh, company or the corporate debtor and such resolution professional is selected by the committee of the creditors so this is in compliance uh, with the uh, with the unicentral uh, legislative guide on insolvency law as well uh which says that uh, the insolvency law tend to follow uh, certain approaches uh, which are total displacement of the debtor and suspension of the debtor by the insolvency uh, representative and full control of the of the debtor so all these principles has been enshrined and through this the the power of the the board of directors are suspended if the whole process start but uh, only with respect to the application of section 43 and um, uh, and the 46 uh, as we uh, had mentioned earlier we have to look into how uh, they had to uh, act before the uh, the whole process has started started but after the process uh, they don't have any uh, role to play uh, with respect to the company's operations so as far as the role of uh, the board after the whole uh, process has been started uh, we can we can refer uh, to certain provisions of uh, ibc that is uh, we can quote section 17 which says that from the date of appointment of insolvency resolution pros, uh, professional the power of the board of directors or the partners of the corporate debtor as the case may be shall stand suspended and be exercised by the irp the officers and the managers of the corporate debtor shall report to the irp and provide access to such documents and records of the corporate debtor as may be required by the interim resolution professional and further uh, this section says uh, that uh, the irp is vested with the management of the corporate debtor and shall act and execute in the name and on behalf of the corporate debtor all deeds receipts and other documents and shall have the authority to access the electronic records books of accounts records and other relevant uh, records of the corporate debtor then uh, we have uh, <coughs> next provision which governs this is section 19 which uh, also mentioned about uh, the the role so, uh, section 19 says that the personal uh, the the personnel of the corporate debtor that is there may be employees its promoters or other, any other person associated with the management uh, of the corporate debtor shall extend all assistant and uh, assistance and cooperate uh, to the ex 
consistent uh, with the uh, with the IRP as may be required by him in the in the managing the company uh, uh, as a going concern. And uh, it should be noted that personnel uh, include the directors, managers, key managerial persons, designated partner, partners, employees uh, of the company uh, are all are included. Further, section 24, which says uh, that uh, that uh, perpetuates uh, confusion when it says that uh, in so, uh, the resolution professional, because now a resolution professional has replaced uh, the IRP. He shall uh, give uh, notice of each meeting of the committee of creditors through the members of the suspended board of the directors or the partners of the corporate debtor. So now they have some role to play because they, they are receiving a notice and they are uh, attending the meeting. And section 25 says that the code uh, uh, and uh, enunciate uh, the duty of the resolution professional to preserve and protect the assets of the corporate debtor including uh, the continued business operations of the corporate debtor and thus um, uh, under clause 2 it has been mentioned uh, that the list he will list down the actions to be undertaken for the fulfillment of the duties stipulated under clause 1 so basically they do not have any uh, specific role to play uh, after the whole process has been started because already they are suspended uh, some provisions uh, has been interpreted uh, by the Supreme Court in Innovative Industries and ICICI Bank as well, wherein Supreme Court has said uh, that once a corporate insolvency professional is appointed to manage the company, the erstwhile directors who are no longer in management obviously cannot maintain an appeal also on behalf of the company. So entrenched with the management, uh, managements are no longer allowed to continue in the management if they cannot pay their debts. So uh, there is a latest case of 2019 uh, February month also uh, which have uh, put a light on the, the role of uh, the suspended board um, during the resolution process that is Vijay Kumar Jain versus Standard Chartered Bank. So. Uh, so in this case, uh, the question uh, that uh, was uh, raised was whether the directors should be given the copies of the resolution plan and other confidential documents that the committee of creditors considers during the meeting. So sharing of the documents uh, could be seen as in a direct conflict with the obligations of the corporate insolvency uh, professional to maintain confidentiality under the uh, CIRP regulation and other related regulations. So it could uh, relate, uh, it could create uh, the position of conflict between the suspended board uh, who often uh, submit resolution plans uh, or are, uh, are applicants under section 12A and other uh, participants who are allowed to participate. So Supreme Court uh, however have kept uh, some questions unanswered but uh, the Supreme Court has held that the the scheme of the code make it uh, clear that uh, the directors uh, though not members of the committee uh, of creditors have right to participate in every meeting of the committee in addition uh, for effective participation as um, as interested parties in the discussion on the resolution plan they have the right to receive the copies of the resolution plan uh, which are presented in the committee of the creditors meeting 
and also uh, they clarified that regulation 21 of CIRP regulation the notice of the committee uh, meeting which is required to be given to the directors as well must maintain uh, uh, must uh, be maintained as per the same clause and uh, they should be accompanied with the copies of all the documents uh, for which are relevant for the matter to be discussed uh, including the resolution plan uh, which will be presented in the meeting so now uh, looking at uh, the present situation uh, of the analysis and uh, uh, reviewing uh, the IBC uh, section as well as uh, the new interpretations which Supreme Court has made, you, you may also uh, put your comments in the Google Classroom as to the position of suspended board and uh, what uh, is uh, need to be done for the reform in the insolvency law. Thank you.